For this meditation, you can find a comfortable position to just be in. Whether this is standing or sitting or laying down, I want you to bring your attention to your breath. Inhaling deeply through the nose, then when you are ready, exhaling through the ears, you will want to breathe in on a four count, holding it for about five minutes. Exhale deeply, removing all of the trauma lodged deep inside your bowels. campers and welcome to another episode of trailer talk with ryan i'm ryan this is my shepherd center studio and i'm talking uh so i'll be honest since shifting my format to covering my experience here at um the share program i have definitely lost uh motivation in doing the show uh, you know, I, I miss having people on the show to interview uh, and talking about my original topics of camping and cycling. You know, that's what I, you know, when I started doing this for, you know, I, that's what I wanted to do. So, you know, this is this has definitely been difficult. Um, plus, you know, like talking about everything I'm going through you know, like both personally and like the program, it gets like real heavy real quick. And that is not what I want to do. Like, I definitely want to, you know, share this experience because, um, you know, I didn't know this program existed and it's the share program at the Shepherd Center. So just look that up and plus there'll be stuff in the notes. So, um, and so, you know, if, if one of you guys or gals hears about it and 
tells somebody that can use it, then, yeah, that's great. Then, like, this has been a success. Um, so, you know, like, after, after weeks, like, inside my head, trying to figure this out, um, and then talking with some people, um, I, special thank you to Micah, who said, hey, just uh, have a, just have a show about, like, no topic, <laughs> just like no, no, uh, you know, uh, script or whatever. Um, I was like, yeah, like I, I definitely, um, definitely changed my thought process. So, you know, like hopefully, hopefully this is something that I will enjoy doing. Because I'll be honest with you, uh, I've tried this uh, several times <laughs> during the past, uh, God, has it been like a month? I think it's been a month or even, has, it, has it been longer? I don't know, whatever. Um, I've tried this multiple times and have just deleted the whole thing. Like I've gotten like three quarters of the way through and then I just, yeah, I'm just like talking and just reading what I wrote. And it was like so boring because I didn't know how to jazz it up. So hopefully you enjoyed listening to it. And hopefully I don't delete this. So if you are listening to this, I didn't delete it. But before we get too far, uh, I definitely, in, in all sincere, like, you know, I know I joke like 99% of the time, but uh, sincerely, I'd like to thank everybody that's reached out and uh, given me support. Um, I mean, it means a lot, you know, like, I didn't think you guys even cared about me, but you guys care about me, so it's really nice. Um, So, you know, there's so many people that have, have done it. Um... I just want to thank everybody. Uh, thank you, Eddie, for <laughs> sending the video of our uh, urban adventure ride on some secret city trails that uh, you took a group of us on. Uh, that was a blast, and I totally forgot about it. And then you sent me a little clip. That was cool. It was back when I was riding bikes, which I'm getting back towards. So, so, so that was great. Uh, and then recently, uh, I went on a group ride and that was great. So thank you, uh, Urbano, Dan and Chad for riding with me. The, um, the cartel came out in, uh, strong numbers. I, uh, I, <laughs> I really appreciate Dan. Dan, uh, surprised me. So that was, that was great. Uh, after I guilted him, <laughs> jokingly, but obviously it worked. Uh, and then, of course, uh, even though she won't hear this, uh, I want to thank my amazingly awesome wife, Tiffany, for all the love and support she gives me every day. Um, so, enough of this squishy shit. Let's talk about my pee. Uh, so it's been a couple of weeks now. Uh, so I don't, you know, like all the details surrounding this event have become extremely cloudy. I did write down some notes because I, I, I take notes, uh, throughout the, 
uh, you know, the whatever. I take notes on on things that I think of uh, for the show, and 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 so my note was like basically, uh, my pee smelled like fruit punch flavored juicy juice. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> so I don't know, I don't know anything that surrounds that, I just wrote that down, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, so there's that, that's, that's how I transitioned from, um, uh, thank yous to that, because <laughs> I don't want it to get, like, too serious, you can't be too serious. So you got to talk about P. Um, okay, so here, here is uh, like my little, here's some some updates to how I'm doing, what I'm doing, all that good stuff. Um, a little while ago, I guess at the beginning of this, yeah, because I was supposed to get out of here last month or something like that, but they extended my treatment by like five or six weeks, whatever it was. So my total stay here is going to be 12 weeks by the time I leave. Um, which, which was like, I mean, it was a big surprise. I mean, they basically doubled the length of stay. Um, you know, and, and if they were like charging me for the treatment, I'd be like, ah, oh, they just want my money. So they're, you know, they're going to like keep me here and just keep the tab running. But, this place is free to me and the other clients uh, because it runs off of donations and and what have you. All the nice people that you know donate the giant chunks of cash. Um, so that's not you know sucking me dry of money is not the reason. Uh, I. I guess it just boils down to uh, I am way more fucked up than they originally thought, and they're like, "No, no, you're gonna need to stay here. We're we're gonna shell out more money <laughs> to keep you here to fix your shit." Um, so, which I am very thankful. Thank you very much. Um, and I'm you know I'm, I'm doing great, making lots of improvements. But uh, I thought that was kind of thought that was kind of funny. Um, and, and I have been making progress, uh, and, and I've seen it like, it's crazy. Um, was, so, you know, we live in a little apartment here down the street from the, the share building and the name share is kind of confusing. Cause it's like, Oh, what are you, you know, it's like, because it's a, a verb, it, but anyways, because it's the share program, so it's the share building, and then we're at uh, the apartments down the street. So you can actually walk. They provide a van, but you can walk as well. So, like the first first time, or not first time, but like uh, initially uh, walking across the crosswalks were very stressful for me. They were. It was like an issue because these cars do not they, they they crowd you right so as you're you're crossing the crosswalk and these cars are coming you know it, it's called the box right 
the box is in the middle of the intersection of like a four-way intersection. It's easy to see it. So it's created by the crosswalks, if that's what you think, you know? That's the box. You're not supposed to enter the box if somebody is walking uh, in the crosswalk. You're not even supposed to enter the box. And these cars, I mean, they're almost hitting you. Because they're, you know, obviously they are in a very big hurry. And pedestrians are just getting in their way. So... Early on, it's been, well, how long? It doesn't matter. Early on, uh, I would lose my shit in the intersection. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, right? Uh, I don't anymore. But um, so this lady, I was, I was crossing and she was coming from behind me. And she was coming across the crosswalk, like right behind me. So I stopped, spun around, and started yelling at her. And she like slammed on her brakes. And uh, she looked very concerned. And I was just, I, I lost it. I was screaming and cussing at her in the middle of the intersection. And then when I was done, I turned around and, and walked on. Uh, but I like, I stopped traffic. Uh, so you, you know, and at the time I was like, that is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to let people know when they fuck up. Right. Um, apparently it's not, it's, I mean, all, all it, it, it's, it's amazing. Um, I was incorrect. Uh, so I don't do that anymore. And then one day I was crossing and, and again, I was like, I took maybe one to two steps off the curb and this car, uh, was coming from the same direction as I was making a right-hand turn, turning in front of me, uh, almost ran me over. And so I kind of reached out and slapped the side of the car, like the, by the trunk, just slapped it hard, bam, big, loud noise. And uh, they stopped in the, in the road, like about, uh, I don't know, 25, 50 feet down the road. And I was in the middle of the intersection at that time. And they rolled down their window and say something. And I stopped, but they didn't, I, I couldn't understand what they were saying. They're obviously not happy. And then they, they just continued and drove, drove off. Um, and again, I thought I was just doing my due diligence but you know apparently that's you know it's that's it's not what you're supposed to do so so now now i just walk across the crosswalk and and the cars the cars haven't stopped almost hitting me um but i don't interact with them i just walk across and i'm not like stuffing my emotions deep down inside to where I'm going to blow up, uh, on a random car. Uh, I just, uh, I don't let it bother me. So that's, so that's kind of cool because, uh, I, I don't get, uh, you know, I don't have that issue anymore. 
Uh, also, uh, did you did you know that it was possible to operate a vehicle in the Atlanta metro area without cussing, honking the horn, or cutting people off? No, I didn't either until recently. Uh, you know, like normally it it'd be all of those during uh, every drive that I did. And now, uh, now I just drive and arrive relaxed and happy. And it's like very weird. I, uh, I'm amazed. I'm just drinking my, uh, my seltzer water. It's so good. My seltzer waters. Um, I don't know if any feedback is coming into the, or I guess it's not feedback, it'd be like bleed over. My neighbor is playing uh, guitar, and we have paper-thin walls, so if you hear like some strumming, it's not me, it's my neighbor. So hopefully me talking like this is not bothering him, but we'll we'll, we'll get through this, we'll push through, and that way we're not uh, causing neighbors to uh, get upset. Uh, so, you know, I haven't uh, only worked on regulating my emotions and behaviors, um, which I'll be honest, it's been, that's been like a huge thing. So the next time you see me, you may, um, you may notice it and you may not. I'm not, I'm not as negative as I used to be or critical. I mean, I am, I, well, so I am still critical but I'm trying to reduce the amount of criticalness uh, that I have. So, like, if it's if it's n- something that doesn't matter too much, then then I I try not to be critical. But if it's something that matters, then then uh, I think it changes from critical to like just necessary to uh, fix a problem or something. I don't know. Or maybe. Maybe that's one reason I got extended because I still need to work on that. <laughs> so we'll figure it out. Um, so like I said, yeah. So doing the, the emotional shit, uh, but also um, I've been working with uh, the occupational therapist and the physical therapist. And we've been working on um, vestibular, vestibular, whatever, some 75 cent word. Uh it's like, I think it's like balance and eye shit and whatever. I could be just totally wrong, but whatever. Uh, working on like motor skills and strengthening and balance and all these different things uh, between those two people, two therapists. Uh, and one of my things that uh, has been a huge issue is uh, my shoulder. I, I heard it. I think it's been about 15 years. Um, I heard it pretty bad. I, I, I separated it. I separated the shoulder and never never knew it. And then never really had any issues until the uh, last handful of years. And it hurts like hell. Um, and then, yeah, it, it just like besides holding my arm on to my body, it's pretty much useless. So they've been working on that to like improve the range of motion and strength and all this stuff. And so the PT was like, you know, uh, 
showing me this exercise and she's like, okay, you know, uh, go ahead and it was like a stretch or something like that. And, uh, or she, maybe she was like assessing the range of motion. I can't remember, but she's like, okay, you can go ahead and uh, start. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm, I am fully maxed out on my range. And she's like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. Um, and, uh, and, and it wasn't, it wasn't a good sounding, you know, like it was a lot of concern in her voice. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's like, that's, that's not good. Okay. But, uh, now after weeks of PT, I am proud to say that I can put my wallet in my back pocket without making a noise or wincing or, or anything like that, or looking like a dog chasing his tail. Uh, however, I still struggle with reaching that, that side back pocket of my cycling Jersey. So I usually don't put anything in that pocket because I won't be able to get it out. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, and then we were working on my, uh, my hip mobility, uh, because my hips are super crazy tight. And so she was having me do this stretch and. And like after a few seconds, she's like, okay. And so you can just, uh, you know, relax those muscles and you know, you, your, your leg will lower, you know, lower down into the stretch. And I was like, yeah, no, I am fully relaxed. And, uh, and I think I looked like a person in the starting position (laughs) that hasn't begun the stretch. (laughs) So, you know, again, she was like, oh, oh, okay. Um, Okay, so we can work on that. <laughs> and and again, after weeks, I can um I can put on my like my shorts and shoes and socks uh without like rolling around and wrestling with them on the floor or doing that hopping thing on one leg. So, it's great. I you know, it's wonderful. It is fantastic. I have Nothing but good things. Um, you know, I'm still have I still have a long ways to go because you know my my physical body is beat to shit. So uh, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be fixed in 12 weeks. It's gonna take you know years and years and years. Uh, so in addition, like I said, in addition to the physical therapy, I've been working with an the occupational therapist, which I've never worked with before. And I was like, I'm retired. I don't need an occupational therapist. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we just skipped that. Uh, but apparently they, uh, that field covers like, like everything. Um, like all the day-to-day activities that you do. Um, so we can all use OT actually. Uh, and, and I will tell you the, the therapy, that is brought on by the OT is super torturous, torturous, torturous. It's really hard, really hurts. And, and you know, and all like all these therapists are like, you know, like, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, well, they don't seem like people, uh, uh, what's that? How do you say it? Uh, when they're like they unassuming or something like that, like when they they're not uh, they don't look like they're gonna hurt you, but then they hurt you. 
Anyways, as I apologize for that. That's probably not great listening stuff right there. But uh, so she doesn't look like somebody that's going to kick your ass. But when you're done with the hour, you're like, <laughs> you're like stumbling out of the out of the OT room like 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 a long night of binge drinking out of a bar um you know like you know like when you come out of the bar and it's and it's morning that's that's how it feels sometimes <laughs> um it and, and she just like she like all these fucking eye exercises man it it just kicks your ass. And so, uh, so, so as a joke, uh, because, because like I said, it's all these eye exercises to identify, you know, weaknesses and, uh, improve different vision shit, uh, which I'm actually excited because it's going to make me a faster mountain biker. It's going to like, I'm going to be able to like, react to things a lot faster. So, so I'm, I'm definitely doing it, but it hurts. So as a joke, one day we were sitting at a table. So she's, you know, across the table and she's having me like do puzzles or, or something. It was something. And so as a joke, I asked her if it's, if it's difficult to administer these vision tests and exercises with a wandering eye. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so she kind of stopped like she's like huh what and she's like uh wait she's like are, are you saying that one of my eyes wanders and so i i you know i was like oh no no i, I was like oh god i i am so sorry i i didn't mean to say anything you know um you know it, it's 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 not noticeable and then she asked like D- does one of my eyes you know do one of my eyes wander and I was like, well, yeah, like, you know, like your left one, it, you know, and I, I was like, yeah, your left one, you know, kind of, you know, it, it, it veers off a little bit, but you know, again, not, it's not noticeable. I was just, you know, because we're doing these activities and we're in close proximity. So we're, you know, like looking at each other's eyes, you know, doing these exercises, you know, I just kind of notice it, you know, it's, but it's like, because it's micro focus. So, you know, it's nothing, nothing noticeable, just walking around and stuff. And, and <laughs> it's so she, like, you can tell, like, you know, the, the wheels were like going and like, she was, she was, she was trying to figure out if I was joking, but I, I really pulled this off. I mean, I sold it like a, like a used car salesman sells a lemon. And, uh, I mean, it, I had her going, but it started getting a little too uh, real after a couple of minutes. So I was like, okay, you know, like, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just totally joking. And she's like, well, so does, you know, does my eye wander? I'm like, no, no, totally, totally 100% joking. Um, and so I did kind of, I, I kind of felt bad because, um, like in my head it was hilarious. But then after like the situation played out, I was like, uh, yeah, let's not do that again. <laughs> let's not let's not make people feel um, self conscious about themselves. So you do not have. So if my OT is listening, uh, you do not have a wandering eye. So I apologize. Um, 
But I will say that that was the only time I was happy to wear a mask. You know, we have to wear face masks still. Uh, because I, from like almost the moment I said that, I, I, could, I, I could not hold back this like ear to ear grin. Because it was just it was just so funny to me. So the mask covered it. Like I didn't have to strain very hard, which actually made it easier to continue the story, you know, because I, I, I really laid it on with like some great uh, points, you know, like references and stuff like that. It, it was a really good little uh, little joke. Um, and I wouldn't have been able to pull it off so well if I if I was like straining to control my my smile muscles. So, you know, you got to look on the the bright side, you know, that's that was a, a that was a great experience with a mask. So, so there's that. Um So, you know, uh in all seriousness, um I I do have to uh comment on on the whole share team uh the everybody involved their commitment to our quality of life is is mind-blowing uh and and this covers you know the ot the pt the speech therapist the um the shrinks the um art therapist the music therapist um the the case manager um uh, uh um, like the 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 techs that work there the medical staff that works there um oh god i hope i'm not leaving anybody off but anyways like everybody everybody that's there is like micro focused on our on our well-being and our our future and and possibly macro future macro focus could they be macro focused the big picture is that like would that be the big picture micro focus anyways super focused super awesome people and you know i mean i like i i witness them almost on a daily basis of thinking completely out of the fo- uh, uh, out of the box and and focusing on the individual's uh, goals, no matter what they are. Um, and it's so cool because like, you know, they have, you know, they have like a plan, right? They have uh, like when you, you know, uh, uh, the great example uh, was the um, physical therapist one day. Uh, you know, she had her plan for me that day and we were going through the exercises and whatnot, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh gosh." Uh, I said, "You know, my, you know, my my leg hurts right here while, while I do that exercise." So I'm thinking, you know, like all the other PTs and just all the other experiences that I have like this, they'd be like, "Well, you know, just kind of just you know do a stretch and let's get back to the exercise. We need to do these exercises." She stopped and like assessed it, and and it did hurt. It was like super tight. Uh, she totally stopped and was like, okay, well, we'll, 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 we'll pivot and we will, I think she did, uh, I think she did like ultrasound on it and, um, like, uh, the trigger point massage stuff. And I mean, and that was like, that was it. Like 
she's like, yeah, screw the exercises. We're going to, we're going to like get this feeling better. And, uh, and, and it was, it was amazing. And, and everybody does that. It's, it's so cool. They, you know, they have their agenda and, and most days we're able to like, you know, complete the agenda. But, you know, like even if you're like emotionally distraught, they will like stop and be like, okay, let, like, let's address this. Like screw the lesson plan for lack of a better term. And like, let's work on this, this issue that you have right now. I mean, it's insane. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, I, you know, I'm not going to go into, you know, I, I try not to use names and, uh, that much and, um, specific details about the program and like what I see and stuff, because, you know, it's privacy, you know, it's like, I don't want to like, you know, you know, uh, put people's stuff out there. That's, that's just, uh, that'd be, uh, shitty of me. So, but, um, you know, we have, we have group sessions. So, you know, we hear people's stories and stuff like that. And well, well, number one, I tell you what, that has helped me because I'm like, Oh my, you know, (laughs) my, my stories are like, you know, I've gone through so much shit. And then you, like you hear somebody else's, you're like, wait, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Like, what did you do? Or what did you go through? It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. My, my shit's not, not that big of a deal. It puts puts things in perspective. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I see this and, and it's just, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't want to get all like all, you know, emotional or anything. Uh, but it is, you know, it's, it's amazing to see these, um, all the staff and I, and I, you know, staff's a kind of, a, I don't know, like it's, it's, it doesn't mean it's not like a, you know, all the, all the friendly people that work there, you know, they, you know, they're helping each of us like overcome like the emotional stuff, uh, cognitive, like all the brain stuff and like all the physical barriers to like rejoin our families and communities. You know, it's like, it's really great. Like I'm able to, you know, it's still, you know, it's still working on it. Um, but it's, it's great. I, I really enjoy like, uh, not being an asshole, I guess would be, I can sum that up. Um, yeah, but whatever, you know, <laughs> see, you see, it gets heavy really fast and fuck that shit. I don't want to be heavy. So so let's talk about my EEG scan that uh, they did. Uh, and for those that don't know what an EEG is, they hook up, hook these um, uh, little sensor things to your to your head. And there's, I think there's 24 of them or something like that. So you have like 20, let's just go with 24. Or it might be 12. It doesn't matter. There's a whole bunch of these wires that are all connected to your head. And then, you know, they have to like wrap. Well, they had to like wrap your head with a bandage after they put them on to, to keep them, you know, 
um, secure because if you have hair, even if you have thinning, super thinning hair like me, it's still hard for the things to stick on. So anyways, you got all these sensors and then they read your brain waves. And I've had, you know, I've had some, some issues of blacking out, uh, just by standing up too fast. And, uh, um, and like, I've ended up like in a, creek you know like face first and stuff so they were like oh like we should probably check that out and i was like oh that sounds cool so we're doing the eeg and i'm sitting there and and she has me do some like some baseline things like making i was like making noises or something or saying letters or whatever i can't remember what it was and then she's like okay just you know close your eyes and sit there and it's about a i want to say maybe a 30 minute process and I opened my eyes one time. I think I, oh, I yawned. That's what it was. I yawned and I noticed it's a digital screen, not like paper or anything like the old days. Uh, I noticed all the waves. They just went ape shit when I yawned. Uh, and so she had to make uh, an annotation that I yawned. And, and I, so then I was like, oh, Oh, like I wonder if I can manipulate this little uh, this little scan. And so I had to test it again. So I yawned again. Uh, luckily, I was like super tired, so the yawns were coming uh, easily. So I wasn't. I didn't have to like fake it. Uh, so I yawned, and they just like went crazy again, like super crazy. I was like, oh, all right. Um, so. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I'm going to pinch myself and see if that does something. So I pinched myself on my leg and, and I saw a little bit of movement. And, uh, so I was like, okay, I gotta like pinch myself harder. So I pinched myself like really hard to where it hurt. And the lines are just like, you know, they're like going crazy. I was like, oh, hell yes. And then I, wanted to try to try to you know make him go crazy with with just my with just my um my brain like not a physical reaction and so i i would think of like i can't remember what it was but i would think of like some crazy stuff like some traumatic things and i would see some jumping so that that was that was really fun, um, and then I stopped because I was like, well, you know, like they do need like data, <laughs> so I didn't want to like screw this whole thing up, um, and that only like lasted for a couple couple minutes, uh, but that was fun. That was that was kind of cool. So you can definitely see how you could manipulate things like a lie detector test. I mean, that just goes to show you that these things are not accurate at all. Uh, that's that's what I'm saying, but uh, <laughs> I mean, is it juvenile to do that? Some may say yes. Some may say you should have known better. We're all veterans. <laughs> We're all juvenile. <laughs> you gonna put me through that? Uh, so. Uh, so in addition to all the therapies and whatnot, one, uh, and, and this is considered therapy, but we have like all these outings that we go out and do stuff. Like I told you, I think I told you last time we, we did the equine therapy. 
Um, so those are those are really great, uh, and we have like specific groups too, um, like music group and art group and stuff like that. Uh, so we went to a pottery studio and spun pottery or spun spun clay. I guess it takes a while to turn into pottery, and and that was a blast. You know, I haven't done that since like uh, I think it was high school or somewhere around there, middle school, high school, or not middle school, it was junior high. Um, because back when I was a kid, they still had money for art programs and they would teach children art imagine that uh so a lot of these outings are art related and i'm like oh this is i like i did this in school this is great so a lot of fun a lot of fun would have been more enjoyable if uh you know we were able to like do the whole ghost scene uh with uh Oh shit! What's his name? Wow! See, I, my memory still working on memory. Um, that dude is like in Roadhouse. Roadhouse. And he was in Ghost. He was a really nice guy. Well, doesn't matter. Uh, just totally screwed that up. So I apologize about that. Uh, we also did the Shark Tank exhibit uh, at the Georgia Aquarium. Uh, like you get into this uh, shark cage and they take you underwater about eight feet. So you're wearing like a scuba mask and, and then they um, you go along this track and you see the uh, the sharks from from inside the shark tank. So that was a that was an event. We uh, did a bike ride event with Blaze Sports. They're the one of the nonprofits in the area that uh, help get like disabled people onto, or maybe is disabled the wrong thing. They do it like adaptive cycling. So they have like hand cycles, recumbent bikes, all these different things that you can do. And uh, it helps people who are not able to ride a, uh, uh, like a, a non three wheeled bike or, or whatever. Uh, so, so that was fun. You know, it, it was, you know, it was an easy, uh, event, but I enjoyed it because it was riding a bike. So, uh, that was amazing. Uh, then we went to like, you do these, after you've been here a little while, you start doing like individual outings with therapists. And so since one of my things is crowds and, and the city, they took me to, uh, this is like Pont city market and you know, it's you know it's definitely not my scene, uh, but it was like it was really cool because normally I'd be like fuck this place, and screw all these people like you know I, I'd be just furious like why am I here? And I was just like bebopping along. I was like yeah, there's a whole be- bunch of people here, and wow, it is hot outside because it's like an open air market, uh, and. Like everything is super expensive, but hey, whatever. I'm just bebopping along. Uh, so that was like that was crazy. I I guess that's what what other people is that what you guys do? You just kind of like oh whatever. It's just uh, eh, we're going to the store. We're gonna check this out. We're just gonna walk around. It was crazy. Like there was no. I wasn't yelling at people or making snide comments or glaring at people or 
shoulder teching people and the when it was like super crowded in the food area. It was amazing. So thank you. Well, thank you for that experience. Um like and we they they tried to set up a um an outing for me that would have like another large group of people. It would be uh, it was at like a um a breakfast restaurant. And so they're like, okay, like we're gonna go uh eat breakfast and in a crowded downtown area. And, and we got there and there was like nobody there. <laughs> so I was like, yes. <laughs> we'll just we'll just have our little breakfast right here and I don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> so so that was that was good. Uh we uh we went to the Moda, the Museum of Design and Art, maybe. I think that's what it is. It's a museum here in Atlanta. And again, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, dealing with downtown and crowds, but it did have, like, they only have one um, theme at a time. They rotate their themes, and this theme was Bike to the Future. So it was a bicycle event or exhibit. And so they're like, okay, well, it'll be a downtown thing with a crowd, but at least it's something that, you know, you enjoy, you enjoy the bicycles. And I was like, okay, you know, yeah, whatever, we'll do it. And I was, I was truly concerned because I was like, oh, like, I don't like museums really. I don't like downtown. I don't like the crowds. And we get there and the place was like empty. There's like two other people <laughs> looking at the stuff. So I was like, okay, whatever. This is great. We'll just like walk around. Uh, so, you know, they, they, they try, they try to like throw me in with the, with the wolves, but <laughs> every time we get there, there's no wolves. Uh, let's see. Uh, so like I said, we, uh, music group, I'm learning how to play the guitar, but not, I mean, well, uh, you know, I, I, I always like try to be like too modest. Uh, I, I suck, uh, really bad at playing the guitar, but this instructor is amazing. He's, he has, uh, he has me like strumming along and almost sounding like I know what I'm doing. And that's like two sessions. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and, uh, art therapy. We, uh, we do like art group and stuff like that. And we're able to like, you know, you like use all the different, uh, you know, all chalks and shit like that. And and that's a blast. I mean, it it is funny because you know I feel like I feel like I'm in kindergarten. I'm here like you know, uh, colored in the art in the art teacher. The art therapist is a very art therapist like she's you know soft spoken, and she you know um, compliments everybody's work. <laughs> No, our work is like pretty shit. <laughs> but whatever, we're having fun. And and the best part, like uh, one of the guys says, was like, hey, we don't have to clean up. <laughs> we just like get up and leave. So that is nice. So thank you for that. Uh, and, and I've been saving my artwork. We you know, have these large pieces of paper that we do the art on. It's like all legit. It's like not, it's not like notebook paper. It's like legit paper. So... I'm I'm thinking when I leave here, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a have a showing of of my art, uh, 
which will re- represent my share years um, and the different emotions and different challenges I was going through. Um, so just you know, stay tuned for that. I'll have more information on when that is. Uh, so for the longest time, I've wanted more tattoos. Like I want my body covered in tattoos, but I just never made the, the financial commitment, you know, and, and the time, oh my God, the time it takes is insane. So that I struggled with that. And, and I wanted, I wanted like, uh, abrasive tattoos like uh like you know i wanted like neck tattoos and face tattoos just something that was like yeah just like boom rah and n- like the knuckle tattoos oh man that is like the coolest of the cool and i i like always struggled with like what to put on there and and even now, even now, like I come back to the same thing that I've I've wanted for years. I want like fuck you with an exclamation point. That makes it four, four and four. Uh and it's not because like I I wanna look badass or you know, I'm gonna go buy a motorcycle and be like a poser motorcycle guy i just i just think it's i i don't know i just think it's so cool um but i am very happy that i didn't get that uh so is tiffany by the way um i think that could have been uh detrimental to our relationship (laughs) and if i had it before like when i met her she definitely wouldn't have like gone out on that first date, you know. She'd be like, "Uh, no, thank you. Thank you, but no. You are a psycho with a very stupid tattoo on your hands." And I'd be like, "No, no, no, no. It's it's funny." And she'd be like, "No, it's 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 not funny." I'm like, "No, but I I think you just don't get it." And she's like, "No, you you don't get it." Um so that was just a little thought that I had. I still, I'm, I'm looking at my knuckles right now. Uh, I still, I still want something, you know, but I don't want to put like bike life. That would be silly. That's not, it's not cool, but I don't know if you have ideas, you can send them to me. <laughs> the email will be in the show notes. <laughs> um, okay. So. The last like serious thing that I want to talk about really um, is, is the you know is this program and getting people into this program. There are you know limited number of seats because they're not uh, well. I don't know why. I mean, I can assume because that way they're they're able to to maintain the quality of care. So. Um, uh, you know, there's whatever, but you know, there are a limited number of seats. So getting in, uh, at certain times of the year could be, you know, a little, you know, a little, a little difficult, maybe like a waiting list or something like that. I don't know, whatever, but definitely, uh, either go to this place or go to a place similar to it. And, and so I spoke to, uh, a friend of ours, 
who who has a son that is like active duty and he's in like the you know the special operations group and all that stuff like that uh and i'm being vague because i don't want to like again try not to throw out uh a lot of inform private information but uh so you know he's 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 not just like a, a regular grunt like i was he was you know special special he's a special he's a very special guy <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's, you know, he's high, highly trained and, you know, he has like, like almost every symptom of PTSD and brain injuries and all this stuff, all the violence and all the, all the stuff. And she's like, oh, you know, like, man, I wish he would go to the, to a, a place like you're going to. And I'm like, yeah, definitely like tell him about it. And like, you know, if he needs to ask me questions or, you know, whatever, like, you know, you know, he, you know, just reach out to, to the program because they have great people. The intake people are, are fabulous. Uh, and, and one of the comments that she said was that he said that, um, he doesn't, he's not the type of person to ask for help or seek help. And I told her, I said, yeah, all of us, every single person that's in this program is that type of person. <laughs> like none of us ask for help or anything like that. Uh, so that really resonated with her and, and hopefully, you know, you know, it resonates with, with other people because it, you know, uh, let's just say the majority of people here are in the special operations community or have been in the special operation community. So it's, you know, it's not a, you know, you know, I get it, man. You know, the, the view of these things are like, ah, oh, it's just like foo foo shit. I ain't fucking talking about my emotions. I get it. Totally get it. Um, but, you know, if you would like to stop running people off the road um, or, you know, drawing your gun on people and then, you know, having to like empty the, you know, drop the clip and empty the the round really quick before you pull the trigger. Or or if you if you'd like to stop, you know, killing pets um, from just fits of rage. Uh, or, you know, drinking yourself into oblivion every night. If you would like to stop doing those things, then it's all you got to do is get on the internet and look up Shepherd Center, look for the military uh, program, or look at other places, you know, whatever. I don't care where you go, as long as you go somewhere. Um, and, and, and start the process. So... I think I just kind of rambled my way out of that, but uh, hopefully that makes a point. Hopefully that makes sense. I kind of—I'll I, be honest—I kind of blacked out a little bit. Um, so I don't. So hopefully my point got got made. Um, okay, enough of this shit. It's time for Ryan's stupid stories. Um, I I do have a hard time remembering uh stories so they come in in flashes and i have to like try to write them down when i can and and you know and some are funny some aren't usually the concussion ones are like 
not very funny. This <laughs> is like, I hit my head and it hurt, or I hit my head and I blacked out for a day. Um, but like the non-concussion stories are funny, I think. They're, they at least have a lot more going on. Oh, I just remembered one too. So I will start with that one because I don't have it written down yet. So this is a non-concussion story, even though I probably had a concussion, a mild one, during this this episode. So here we are, uh, early '90s. There was uh, we were uh, in Savannah, Georgia, partying it up at uh, one of the clubs downtown. Uh, of course, you know we were drinking super heavy, and. I can't remember why, but they kicked us out of the club. Now, I'm just, you know, just uh just 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 guessing, but I would imagine it was um either related to fighting a patron, fighting a bartender, or fighting a bouncer. Usually it was one of those three reasons. So we get thrown out, and I'm like, fuck these guys. I'm so pissed. And so it was it was just two of us. So we hop in, um, I think we hop in my truck, or we hop in his truck. It doesn't matter. We were in one of our vehicles. It was a truck. I know it was a truck. Was it a truck? Maybe it was a car. Maybe there was three of us. Hmm. All right. Anyways, it was me and some friends, at least one other, and we were in a vehicle of some sort. Now, understand that back then, and I don't know how it is now, but back then, uh, an active duty combat engineer has fairly easy access to various <laughs> various explosives Um and training um, items, uh, pyrotechnics. So if, uh, if you ever hop into an active duty combat engineer's vehicle, just know that there's probably something illegal in there. Not necessarily drugs. Of course, there's probably drugs too. Um, but there's probably a, a hand grenade or a, a flare or, or a stick of C4. Um, and, and no, I'm not bullshitting. Um, that's, 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 well, not a hand, hand, hand grenades are, are actually controlled more than C4. Um, and I'll, I have to like look up the statute limitations before I tell a certain story, but uh, well, fuck it. I'm telling this story, so it doesn't really matter. Um, so we get kicked out, we go to the car and I'm like, screw this, man. I'm so pissed. And so I'm sitting in, like, I was definitely not the driver. I was sitting in one of the passenger seats. And I'm like, hand me the smoke grenade. <laughs> and I, I can't remember what color it was. Maybe red. Wow. That, that is weird how the memory just doesn't work. And I don't want to, like, make things up. But let's just say it was red. And... I'm like, I'm like, drive, you know, the, 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 the club was, it was down like on the, one of the main streets for party and stuff. So I was like, and it was like right there on the, you know, 
on on the on the street. So I was like, okay, drive by, real slow. So we drive by, and this car is parked alongside the road. So I I pitch it, and it was like a beautiful pitch. Pitch it in between the cars, uh, in front of the um, in front of the front door of the club, and we just kind of drive off, and it starts smoking. So we circle the block and pull up on a side street so we can see the front of the club and the smoke is like totally like just just has engulfed the front of the club and it is like it's covering the street <laughs> and people are losing their shit they're like they're like evacuating the club the fire department shows up i think there might even be like a handful of cops show up and it is just pandemonium. And it was so fucking hilarious. Oh, so, so, you know, don't throw out, you know, when, when you throw out a GI out of your club, just know that there's potential for some repercussions. <laughs> and the smoke's not going to hurt anybody. So don't, uh, don't look down on me for that one. I mean, it's not like, it's not like we threw the brick of C4 that we had. So, um, all right. So then let's see. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Here's uh here's a concussion I had. Uh, and this one was pretty bad. Um, we were, uh, I was stationed in Colorado. So we're doing some maneuvers out in the desert and we were in a track vehicle and it was a five, seven, seven. So it's basically a refrigerator tipped on its side with tracks and then the back three quarters where the like where the troops were it was actually uh, built up it was like a conversion van like when they put the top on on the conversion van to make more headroom it was like one of those and so it was pretty tall inside so we're we're parked up we're creating um we're, we're setting up our little area and we have to go up top to get the camouflage and get the tents and all that stuff. So my team leader, he, he climbs the ladder inside the, the track up through the hatch until the top. And I was follow, I was following behind him. I didn't have a helmet on and he didn't realize I was coming up through that hatch. Cause I usually just come through the driver's hatch, but I don't know why I was coming up the hatch. It doesn't matter. And he closes the hatch and he doesn't just like, close it he like just like slams it because sometimes sometimes you have to slam them kind of hard for the latch to catch and it i had my head popped out to like a little gopher and crack hit my head oh my god it sent me straight to the ground or in you know inside and i just sat there like it i don't i don't know if i blacked out but i i was dazed for a really, really, really long time. And I had like fluid coming out of my nose. Not sure what it was, but it was like a kind of like a clear snotty type fluid coming out of my nose. And I just sat there and they get done doing like all the tent and camouflage, which is a lot of work. And he is like pissed. He's like, Miller, where the fuck are you? And he comes into the, the to the back of the vehicle, and he sees me just like it, my eyes must have still been crossed. <laughs> and he's like, "Where the fuck? Uh, what are you? 
what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, Hatch hit me. <laughs> He's like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> so that was definitely a big hit on my head. Uh, the good thing about it is that they were so nice to me like the whole day. Like they were, you know, have, we we're in the middle of the field, so it's not like I'm going to go to see medical professionals. Um, but they're like, ah, you know, just like take it easy. And, and they gave me like water and food. It was amazing. Uh, so, so that was, that was the, uh, the concussion story. <laughs> um, time is getting long. So I have other stories, but you'll just have to, you'll just have to tune into the next episode. Um, so this was fun. I enjoyed this. I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, you know, I, hopefully I kept it light enough and <clears throat> whatnot. So we'll see. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how many people listen to it and, uh, and, and we'll go from there. Um, let's see. It's been a while. So I'm trying to remember things that I would, uh, tell you guys. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Remember I was going to have like a tool, um, a, a tool for you to use to, to help you get your shit together. Um, uh, in every episode. So I, I talked about it before, you know, uh, driving in the traffic has gotten a lot better for me. Uh, and, and what you can do is to change your perspective. Okay. Think about what the driver is doing and, or think about, you know, like why the driver is doing it. If, 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 if he or she is driving fast and possibly cut you off, think about why they're doing that. You know, uh, Maybe, maybe they're late for work and, and the boss said, if you're late one more time that you're going to be fired or maybe they're headed to the hospital because, you know, his wife is uh, having a baby, um, and it's their first baby. So they're like still excited about it. Uh, or, or maybe they're just an asshole, but you know, like think about it. Like, you know, like, why are they doing that? And then. And then also think about, is it your job to teach them a lesson? And, you know, and the answer is no. Um, and, and even if it was, it's not, it's not the time to do it, right? They're not going to be in the mindset to receive your tutelage. <laughs> Look at that word. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's not going, and then, you know, that will, you know, it, it, it's not going to be a positive or a helpful moment. Uh, and then, you know, like think about what your purpose or what your goal is for your drive, right? You're driving from point A to point B. I would imagine your goal is to get there safely, right? And, and on time would be great too, but uh, that's, that's not always the case, but you can focus on getting there safely. So change your perspective. And, um, you know, it's okay, man. Like, I get it. They're all assholes. And somebody, you know, I, look, I've pushed. Uh, I've I've made people drive off the road at about 70 miles an hour. So I'm not sitting here as somebody who hasn't had issues <laughs> And, and, and it's like, oh, you should be nice. No, 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 man. I've had some fucking issues. Um, 
not, you know, not the worst, but pretty bad. Um, and now I'm, I'm, I'm reaping the rewards from changing my perspective and, and relaxing while I'm driving. It, it's great. It really is. I, 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 I wouldn't lie to you. Um, <clears throat> all right. So uh, a couple things I want to mention, um, vet TV is a thing. Uh, go check it out. They released a, a book. <laughs> it's called Mil- the military slang dictionary. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, it's it's not great. Um, it's not award winning. It's funny though. So that, you know, if you want something like that, go go to. I think it's on Amazon. You can go buy it. Whatever. I mean, I don't get any money. So you know, I'm I, you know, these are not sponsored things that I'm telling you. I'm just telling you because I enjoy it and it's great. Um, another place that can help veterans is camp Southern ground and they're in Georgia and, uh, it's pretty freaking awesome. So go check that out again. I'll have, um, I'll have like links to stuff in the little notes, uh, including, um, the, you know, like the link for the shepherd center and for this program, for the share program, that way it's easy to find. And, uh, the, the veterans crisis line, it can be reached by phone at 1-800-273-8255, then press 1. By text at 838-255 or online chat on their website at veteranscrisisline.net. So that's for people. Um, it's It was, you know, pointed at uh, vets that uh, were thinking about suicide. But, you know, even if you're not to that point, you know, you're just having, if you're struggling, just give them a call or text them or chat online. Um, okay. So hopefully that wasn't too serious. I would hate for anybody to think that I'm a serious person. Um, and I will do a, I will try to do a better job and get these things out more, uh, more frequently, but, uh, have have a great day and uh oh trying to remember the sign off see i see i'm out of practice and i have a bad memory oh here it is i think i got it until next time keep on camping campers <laughs>